of Speaker Sofaidlin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers Omeji Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circuit Barakil, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Asuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstaughter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mikta Rabentau, Sampa Chakwatol, Edwin, Arcadia Lunashine, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Pamela Isley, Camille Grino, Elenriel Maximus, Coderith Novelist, Mira Miri, Bay Barbele, Suno Shikano, Celesta Nutrell, Lazy Boy, A Bag of Dragonite, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Storm Arrow, Tex, Kyle Lynn, AJ Brainswordson, Anathus Moonscar, Arthur Law, Beridan Derard, Cypup, Spencer Christmas, Noy Fafnir, Chesha Saltiri, Celine Deloon, and Webster Wolf. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Evening, Aorsians. Welcome to Speakers of Idolin, episode two. Sorry, three hundred and four. I'm Lakeel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Georgi Wiston, Mayla Vanadar, and Rollo Des. Uh, hello. hello, hello. Uh, wow. Oh, We're in oh. them. Oh, I see. Uh, not in them. There you fully. go. There hey, you stretch me out. Yeah. Um, Yes, today is episode three hundred and four. It's still hard to say. Uh, three hundred. We're past three hundred. Still weird. Uh, it's June eighteenth, twenty twenty-two, and our main topics today. Nice one. You dated the episode already. <laughs> I literally do that with every episode. It I mean, is it's even the on corner the screen. <laughs> 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 it is. Uh, yes, today's main topics. We have a backstage investigators a story. Uh, believe it or not, the dev blog still exists. Um, we'll also be uh, completing our six point one five review. Uh, we didn't have time last time. Um, so we're going through the Arxadara Beast Tribe quest. Sorry, Tribe quests. Um, no. Well, I know in-game it's still Beast Tribes. They did mention that that would be the case, but officially it is Tribe quests. Um, and uh, Emilians and uh, will do a completely spoiler-free review of Hildebrand as well. That goes for you too, chat. Yeah, that goes for you too, chat. You're not a... Uh, uh, can our mods just be like really strict with hildebrand if Very you see anything strict. just time them out for the rest of the episode yeah because <laughs> we've told them now you are not allowed to talk about hildebrand and we're going to remind you again when we go to talk about hildebrand yeah mm -hmm. uh okay stay tuned for the post show we'll be reading questions from the syndicate uh so make sure you catch that that is the show let's jump into Rison Yvon. oh goodness Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that was a lot. It was a lot of layers to that. Okay. Uh, recent events. Uh, we'll we'll start off with um, there's a new free login campaign uh, that started on June 15th, lasting until June 30th. Oh, that uh, won't bring people back having a stupid frog out there, it? <laughs> yes, it will. Yeah. Uh, that certainly put me off. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, they, they, they literally start this campaign by mentioning the new duty support system. So they know who they're targeting mm -hmm. here. There's like people that 
fell off maybe maybe their friends aren't playing anymore um hey we have duty support you can do the dungeons with with npcs um you can progress the main scenario at, your, at their own pace and in the hope that would-be adventurers can experience all that 14 has to offer we are pleased to announce the latest free login campaign if you or any of your friends are currently taking a break from your adventures you won't want to miss out on this limited time event um and yeah, so we know how these work. So you need to have had an active account at some point, I think. But um, other than that, you can jump in. The account must be inactive uh, for this to apply. You can't have like, you know, your sub can't just have run out and now jump <laughs> in. There is like a timed thing here. I don't remember exactly what it is, but go to the lodestone to check the information for that. Uh, most of the people that we're Normally talking this to. short. What, short? Oh, it's like two Nine, weeks. Six, yeah, it's only 15 oh. days. That's yeah, true. Yeah, it's normally over like the course of a month, usually, isn't it? That's true, but this is Yeah, up that's to, what I was thinking. It's up to 96 hours? Has it always been this high? With, that's No, but it has been the last couple of times. Oh, okay. Yeah, so 96 hours. So more than enough time to catch up on MSQ, uh, I think, if you play this enough. <laughs> yeah, through those unless you stop playing in heaven. Well, yeah, please remember that the moment you log in, that timer starts ticking. This is... This is well, a timed it's, trial. It's the moment you log into the like launcher. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yes. all that time spent downloading all the patches, yeah. that counts. Yeah, right. Yeah. That uh, kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, right. So if you have a friend that's uh, been gone for a while, maybe nudge them again now. Uh, tease them with the duty support system. Uh, okay. So there you go. Moving on. Yeah. Hey, yeah. friend, you can play this game and you don't have to deal with me. Right. Yeah, that's yes. true. Uh, letter from the producer live. Part six. Oh, God. What are... Seven. Seventy-one. Seventy-one. Oh, my God. We've made it to seventy-one. Let's see. Remember the kill. Sixty-nine was underwhelming. That's true. Mm, that's so we why. have to yeah. at least be in the 70s. Yeah. Hopefully... Uh... 96 will be a good one even though 96 is a great number we won't be facing each other. number yeah all right uh live letter um we have the date it's july 1st uh, at 4 a.m pdt so that makes me wonder is that gonna be june for us uh no it's not gonna be it's gonna be other way no, we, we go forward noon, so from PDT. It? yeah it's, oh is it really that far oh yeah pdt uh, 4 a.m. <laughs> We're doing it live. PDT to Cest. Uh, oh, this is a great time for me, as usual. And uh, it's, uh, like, oh, it's okay 1 p.m. Time? Yeah, it's noon for you, Mail, and 1 p.m. for yeah. me. So, yeah. Mm, and a bad time for Rollo. 9 yeah. p.m. Australian Eastern Standard. Yeah. Oh, Rollo. I can't hear Rollo. Oh, I was Oh, okay. Sorry. Thank oh. you. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Rolla, you're 4 a.m. What's that in your time? You're EDT, aren't you? Yeah, it's like 7 a.m. That's too early for me, so you guys have fun with it. I don't, <laughs> don't want to be up that early. Uh, understandable. <laughs> uh, this, of course, like, yeah, we will be covering this, obviously. So uh, make sure you catch that July 1st uh, at whatever time zone you're in. Uh, okay, so let's move on to uh, something that happened over the week uh oh, this past lad. week uh tweeting way happened uh that was pretty fun uh weird i was, was so confused good pr stunt yeah it is 
came out of nowhere. I feel like it was like, oh. Yeah. I, I just saw, uh, like, tweeting away on my timeline, and I'm like, whoa. It's very confusing. I'm like, it's <laughs> verified? It's got that many followers? Wow, that's successful. That's, that must have happened very recently. Uh, but yeah, obviously, it was the for official 14 uh, Twitter. Um, yeah, very, yeah, very good campaign, I think. Maybe a little bit confusing for people who haven't done Endwalker, but I think it speaks True. for itself. I mean... But, like, Lockhart's were in the marketing for Endwalker, and even yeah. if you hadn't done the expansion, you know that they exist. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is true. I, I, I mean, I love tweeting. <laughs> if you read some of these tweets, they mention a the theorist, so they yeah. kind of don't oh, care yeah, at this point. True. Yeah, yeah. True. yeah, a little, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, lots of fun stuff there. I, it's, it's back to normal now, right? Yeah, oh, it was only it was one day. Oh, it was only for a day. Okay. Yeah. But they were mm. overwhelmingly active. Like, yeah. they were going through the replies and replying to replies that are like quite far down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, they uh, out of that was good. They, uh, they there was lots of tweeting away art too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that they retweeted, and I was like, oh, that's, that's cute. Yeah. That, I do like their intro, by the way. I don't know if you saw it. Oh how yeah. It started. It's just yeah. it just says, "Hi, I'm tweet." Yeah, and then it's like, and then I mean, Velo, if you're tweet. looking at this. Yeah, but there was like a whole thread. There was a thread below the first yeah. one, which was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. How do you delete or edit tweet or whatever? And then it just kept going. It was very yeah. funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, tweeting way. Um, hope you come back one day because that was that was fun. Um, all right. Let's just jump into it. Six point one five. Part two. Uh, we're going to talk about the tribe quest now. Uh, again, we won't touch too much on the story because these are stories in progress. I think we'll just have a separate like story review when we're all done with it. Um, so we're just going to talk about like the system. When everyone's done with it, these ones can't be. Right. We. I don't know when we're doing anyway. Uh, maybe next, next. Oh like, my god. Maybe. Ne oh goodness. Maybe next. Patch. Oh yeah. We might do a review like yeah, after we yeah. reviewed the current patch, so. obviously. We still, we still have to do the 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 uh, class, the job ones. <laughs> right. The, yeah. Well, the, the role quest. Sorry. For that. Oh yeah, the mm. role quest. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm ready to do them. I just have to finish the board. I have two levels left, and then I can do them all in one go. Uh, mm -hmm. I think. I, have I think a, I did. That. I would. Everything. I would recommend for you, the sake of your memory, Lakeel, you wait until we pick a date to do this. <laughs> So that they're fresh in your mind. Yeah, because I the first one I did, I am already sort of forgetting the healer one. But uh... mm. <laughs> to be okay. honest, same. Yeah, it was a couple mm. months ago at this yeah. point. Yeah, the healing one was quite good. It was. It. I do remember the guy. You know, with the the, the tank up. bomb was the unfortunate one. I, I can't believe how bad I've done. I'm right. just about done with all of them. But yeah. Okay. The, slow down. All right. Doing the, the review. Okay. We're, I, <laughs> but the tank one is just so bad. We'll, we'll I don't care it. about we'll, you. We'll get to it. Keep that passion burning. <laughs> keep it burning for a couple more weeks. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So let's start with the Arxadara then. Um, now. Elephants. This is a daily quest. And uh, my memory retention for these is literally zero. But <laughs> so if so, we'll, we'll I'll do I'll we well we're not going to go too far into the story. But essentially, delivery 
service is what how it ends up mm. uh, as. Well, the, the setup is that these are some displaced uh, Arkasadara from Vanasparti who are just riding their hippos through southern Thabnir, and people are scared. Yes, yes. Uh, and I will say the first thing I did, because I think it's in the introductory quest, you get to ride one of them. You're on rails for the first one, which was nice because it looks natural then. Mm. But at some point yeah. you get to control them and I immediately started like spinning like around on the spot just to show everyone. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, this is how bad it looks. Yeah. Uh, could um, you fly on that one? No. I didn't try. No, I, I didn't could not fly. That's what I, I... I thought so as well because you can fly once you actually start the quest proper. But mm -hmm. that time I was like... I saw a lot of people going on the ground and like I couldn't remember if I just didn't try and fly or if I was watching or if just like I tried and it didn't work. Right, right. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, no, it you couldn't. I tried to fly. Um so mm -hmm. yeah, um that of course unlocks the daily uh when you complete that. Mm -hmm. Um the dailies then. Let's talk about the daily the quests Fine. that you get. The um Ugh. I I've... don't think they've innovated on uh, Beast Tribe Quest since Stormblood was, I think, when they really innovated on them and mm -hmm. got the formula right. Right. And so, uh, I mean, they're fine. They award decent XP, and some of them are quite quick. Some of them are a bit more annoying mm -hmm. um, to I... get, so it's... You're thinking about the pow the colored powder one, for instance. <laughs> the powder ones are slow. Yeah. Um, there's also one where you get a transformation, mm. um, and it has this horrible loading screen when you go in and out of the quest to oh, yeah, it is like, weird. put it on and off. Mm -hmm. So th if you get like I always get the one where you go and pick the flowers. Yeah. And I'm oh, fine yeah. with that. Yeah. But then if you, some of them. The one I don't the, like the ones The one where... with the box and the marble right next to it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're the two I Well, there are actually two boxed ones because is, I got yeah, one that I know is not the one that you've been talking to me about recently. Right. Yeah, I right. have only got the second box one like once or twice on, mm -hmm. on the beach. The, the ones I don't like in Beast Tribes are the ones where you use the mount only because you kind of have to do that one first because you first, have to yeah. pick right. the mount up from the base. Yeah. And sometimes it's not in like a nice order around the map so it's, it's a no <laughs> right yeah um, it's always so slow too because you, oh, you, you have regular mount speed yeah yeah and you have to dismount using the special dismount button yes mm. yes so one thing i noticed about these quests is that particularly for the one where you have to pick up gather the flowers on the cliff there is an npc at the bottom and top of the cliff to help you get up and down which suggests that they think people are doing these quests without the ability to fly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which also, I feel very sorry for anyone doing these quests <laughs> who has to get the mount from the Beast Tribe area and then go all the way around the map to get to Palika's stand. Yeah. I mean, some people just can't be bothered. Some people. Yeah, this is this. If you can't be bothered, this might convince you. Then, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's more work being lazy, and that this that that's oh, definitely yeah. what this is. But I mean, we're not in Heavenswood flying anymore. It's very easy to get flying unlocked. Yeah, but at least 
they have the option, I guess. If you, for yeah. some reason, you you're not gonna get soft locked if you don't have flying, I guess. But weird. That'll be funny I'm getting soft locked by a beast trap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Getting stuck in an area on a mountain. Just like please. The amount, the amount of time you're going to spend doing these quests without flight is probably the amount of time you could have saved if you get flight one time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No. I I only walk. I I I my yeah. My character in lore is scared of flying, and I don't watch. Flight is lore-breaking, thank you very much. Uh, Finish MSQ, unlock flying in all zones. Yeah. Otherwise your expansion is going to be boring and horrible. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, anything else? Like the music. The music oh, the in the zone nice. is... Oh, what a banger! Uh, the rewards are quite nice, comparatively. Yeah. Like you get a, the minion fairly early on and some housing items. Yeah, and there's we'll lots of material to pick from. True. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've, I, I don't know. I feel like I'd like them to try something new with one of these mm. beast tribes this time around, just, just to see. Mm-hmm. Like the Gilgamesh well, still... Bay one is interesting because it had its own zone, which yeah. was cool, although it didn't really serve a purpose. But um, just something. Something interesting, like maybe like a mini game or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the issue is that they can't make them too in depth because if you remember how complicated, not complicated, but time consuming they were back in the era of the Sylphs and the Amalja, people did not like that. Oh, they can't do anything um, too in depth, otherwise people get annoyed. Yeah. You remember the XR ones where some within one quest you had to do battle content and crafting content. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, what were you thinking? <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, but they can still do some fun stuff. Like, and there's still more different types of quests to come out as you rank mm, up. That's true. So there yeah. might be something there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, just, yeah. Variety I mean, would be two, nice. I will yeah. say three steps in so far. I haven't encountered anything like <laughs> mind blowing in terms of gameplay. No. Maybe they'll do a mini game like the Namazu one. That was Ooh. that was neat. Yeah. The blow dart mini game. Oh, oh. yeah, mm, yeah. Maybe, maybe in that same vein, but a fun one. Well, I do. I will say, I kind of enjoy the fact that the dailies are easy to do. Like they're yeah, quick. I agree. They have to be easy. But... I don't need any fucking blow dart game to be like, oh god, now I have to go look for this <laughs> shit again. But then, what's the point in them existing? Other than just a. I mean, but the blow dart was experience. Fine. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was I a bad example. Easy though, experience. I mean, it is good XP. They should. I'm yeah, level like, 85, so f- I've got five levels so far on my Dragoon. Uh-huh. Um, and I've yeah. accidentally skipped two days, so... Yeah. Because uh, I did on Paladin accent. Mmm. Oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah, I, yeah it's good XP. I have, it's good XP. I only have my melee jobs left, and this is how I want to level them. I don't want to go into actual content. <laughs> right. I can do you. Anything to not have melee jobs. Right. See, that's how I feel about Monk. Monk is the only job I have left to level now. <laughs> and like, I know how Monk works now since the change. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't want to loop between fucking a dragon kick or whatever and boot shine. And then remember what, where my buffs are at after I come out of my blitz. Or, no, no, I refuse. There you go. You got an easy leveling experience now. Yeah. Good. That's what uh, I wanted. Yeah. I just want to get it over with and then uh, log off. 
from it. <laughs> no, you don't have to log off at AFK and Lumsa again, remember? I can I that's true. I'm he not... hasn't I mean when was the last time Lakeel AFK did Limsa? No, yeah, it wouldn't be in Limsa, it would oh, be in, sorry. The, in the garden somewhere yeah. outside the house. Uh I, I'm not used to being able to be online in the game anymore. Yeah, it's not hard to remember. Not back to being used to it yet. No. I went uh, to grab a drink while I was playing. I was like, oh, I gotta hurry up while I'm driving yeah. to the corner store. Wasn't me logged off. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to Emilion's uh, oh! custom deliveries. Oh. You're gonna moderate yourself, Rollo. <laughs> uh, all right. She's my partner. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a thing. Uh, the opening quest was quite fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was more. I'm excited for this one because it's kind of a sort of cute storyline. Yeah, like it's a, a nice concept. Kind of fucked up. They just came up with like school loans in a fantasy world, though. <laughs> that was like. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, schools... I mean, what kind of fucked up nation would do that? Yeah, to saddle their student students with debt for the rest mm -hmm. of their lives. Mm -hmm. Who should imagine and... that? <laughs> the weird part, Roller, there is the like. Oh, it's funny how there's going to be foreign students coming to the studium. Well, where else are they going to go? What other schools are there in this entire world? <sighs> that's true. We there's have not... the one in the Domen Enclave. That's for children. Yeah, that's like <laughs> yeah. A, that's, a that's what you, 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 just, you said schools. You didn't oh. say universities. All right, well, higher education. I don't think we've seen proof of that anywhere. Uh, you go into a trade, or you go into adventuring, and that's it. Yep. Yeah, that yep. is the option. Or you go to Charlian. Um yeah. So. Oh yeah, there is a Scholastica at Nishgaard, that is true. That That's is another true. higher school right. of higher education. But do you really want to go there? I mean, you have to become a Catholic elf or whatever. <laughs> Orthodox, no, thank you. Thank you no, you much. don't. <laughs> Not anymore, Rollo. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, um, Our skilled isn't higher education, it's customs and excise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, it's, well, it's anyways... Emilians is taking it. Well, I'm not going to spoil the story, but I mean, if you, we're, we can talk about the opening quest. The I opening think. quest, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the opening is just the yeah the premise. And the, the premise yeah, is Emilians is is taking in a foreign exchange student, almost like it's just a student from Thavnir, essentially that mm. that stays mm -hmm. at the Levio well, she estate. She wants to be the example for all the other Charlians, so that yes. they can see that anyone can do it. Which, I mean, not everyone has an Ethernet shard outside their house true. that is named after their house. And, so. and while we're not going to go into story details, I do want to talk about that one cutscene with Rowena and uh, <laughs> well, That was funny. That was a good... And we were like uh, on edge the entire time because Rowena was there, and we know that she... <laughs> we know her. Uh, I love uh, that. Um... Uh, yeah, essentially, she wanted it wasn't funding. Very RP friendly, though. If we were Rowena sympathizers, uh, we didn't get the option to <laughs> sympathize with her. I, you know, you're a Rowena sympathizer. I think, I think we can say that canonically, the Warrior Flight is not. It doesn't isn't too enthusiastic about Rowena. <laughs> no, since a Realm Reborn, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so uh, we we decide to help her. Uh, with just providing materials and that's how the delivery mm -hmm. system comes in mm. 
Um, yeah. Ameliant somehow gets one over on Rowena. I can't remember, but well, I feel Ro like this Rowena is the first Rowena starts time to like get... spiral because she's like thinking, well, yeah. mm, well, how can I turn a profit? She's like, oh, but this well, is she's like also investing wondering, in the future. Like, why is she so confident? What yeah. does she know yeah. that I yeah. don't? Yeah. Oh, uh, the social manipulation. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> getting getting gamed yeah. by a mom. Yep. I'd like to ask Rowena, you know, it's been about eight years now. Of handing over hundreds of thousands of Allegan USB sticks, what information have you found out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you even study them? them? I don't think she doesn't really study. She just collects them and I think she sells them <laughs> just... again for profit, isn't? Doesn't she? Yeah, like, she sells them to like others. Yeah, people. I think. I know. She couldn't them. care less about what what's, what's on them. She wants the money. Uh, um, I gotta say, I still think it's just funny every time we see Flamin. She's like, I'm a little old lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little old lady in her, in her late 30s. Yeah. I'm withering away ever since I turned 30. God. She's like, hey, grandma. No. She's like just about to like have a cane and be like, <laughs> she's, I mean, compare what she wore in 1.0, which was only five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was a fucking pop star. It was yeah. bizarre. Well, a lot happened. Clearly. Um, yes, so... R.I.P. Warburton. Mm, I will say, custom deliveries, <laughs> it's good... Is that, is that your review? <laughs> my review is so good. I will, I will go in the same vein as my previous quote, but they have never innovated no. this system since inception. It's fine. No, I'm not going to say they have actually. Anyway. They made it easier. You don't have to craft the materials true. to craft that is the true. material. That true. is true. They have they have added in that ease, but. I've done nothing to the system, but I mean, do they need to though? What do you, you want, Melissa? Do you want to do like like? Do you want, the, do you want them to add in active time? Of, yeah, what do you want? Oh, that's a good idea, Georgi. <laughs> you nice idea. No, no, I don't know. For for in for custom deliveries, I'm fine with this system because it it's not exactly boring. It's just quick and you just get it done. I think Beast Tribe mm. quests should be more interesting than these quests. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. But this is so you can level your crafters. Not that I haven't already done that. Mm. <laughs> a bit late, to be honest. Well, I, I saved three. I You did that for the studium. You didn't do it for this. I did it for the studium, yeah, which I also still need to finish. But mm -hmm. I'm using this now. I level There's the loads of ways to level up your that's crafters That's another thing now. we need to talk about, to be honest. About what? Studium. studium quests. Oh, yeah. Never even talked about the crystalline mean. Yeah, we didn't really talk about that, did we? <laughs> no. Oh well. It's because we'll it, that, it that's definitely content that we're all gonna finish at wildly different times. Like I, I haven't. Yeah. I've done like one of the quest or two of the quest lines, I think. But you know, whatever. Also, the thing is, eventually I'll just hit cap and I'll be like, I don't need to do these right now. I, I know. Want, like, I don't want to. Well, you do it for the the deep lore of finding <laughs> the true. for the crystalline mean. Uh, <laughs> I will say they had spoiled us with um, what's the what's the one in Ishgard called again? The where oh, we did all the building. Firmament? Yeah, the firmament. The one. firmament, thank you. Yeah. They spoiled us with the firmament and custom deliveries because in that location, the there was script vendors almost exactly next to yeah. the, um, yes. 
the custom delivery NPCs. If you want to buy things with scripts in Charlian, you have to go all the way from the Levier household to the studium. Yep. <laughs> well, the Akashia was super close to the vendor too. Like, yeah, this one, that, that is something that's annoying me with this one is having to walk out and then teleport from the house to the Etherite Plaza, then run up, get the materials, and do the same trip back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a weirdly annoying location for the... It's like on the Monago. Hers was on the opposite side of Rog's region. Yeah. Yes, that was two expansions ago. Yeah. I thought they'd learned. Yeah. Kaishir's was fine, I think. And I say, uh. Kaishir was by far the best one because it was like right there, which is across the hall, and you had everything Mm -hmm. in there. Um, Kaishir. Ruby Princess sucked. I didn't want to walk that far. That's too much. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) You haven't unlocked her, Mela? No, because she was really annoying to find out how to unlock, so I just couldn't be bothered. Oh. Ruby Princess one. Kurunai was fine because she has an NPC right next to her. I couldn't. I, I think she? I had to do some of her quests. Once you there. unlock the quest, like the person that gives you the things you need to craft is right next to her. She's oh. very, very easy. Oh yeah, it's and been she so long. that person is also a, that person is also a script vendor. So Kurunai no. was fine for me. I don't, I don't understand the complaints. Kurunai is still standing, her. standing in there in in my ghost outfit. Um... uh okay uh yeah emilians i mean yeah again i think the story is going to be the thing that we need to like the because otherwise it's literally the same thing as before except i guess the one gripe is that it's too spread out Mm -hmm. like the getting the materials and getting the scripts and like purchasing i'm I'm already a bit more invested in it because it's it's interesting whereas like I'm rebuilding Ishgard. I'm rebuilding Rogger's Reach brick right. by brick. I'm like, right. yeah, whatever, Monago. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. a little dragon. I want. I mean, L two was cute, but the actual quest, like the things you were crafting, was I, I, yeah, I like the history we learnt with L two about how how dragons evolve differently depending on their environments. Yeah, mm. yeah. But, I mean, um, yeah, the... I like the the school vibe. Do you th- do you still think we're gonna get a uh, custom delivery for Garlemald? Because we talked about. I that. didn't think I didn't think we would get one for Garlemald. I was expecting something closer to the ferment for Garlemald, but they haven't said anything, so I don't know if we'll get it this. Well, we, we we used to talk about like Garlean re- reconstruction or whatever uh, during uh, mm. before we knew what six point six point one was gonna was. Mm. Um, I mean, we still. I mean, how many custom deliveries do we get per patch? Three. Sorry, expansion three. So we get three. Last expansion two are in the same zone. Yeah. Or the I next was expecting Garlemald to as well. Yeah, I was expecting Garlemald's thing to either be similar to the Domen restoration or uh, the mm. firmament. Right. Either one. Yeah. 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 Do the do a Domen thing with Garlemald. That wasn't a bad system, and we didn't no. get another no. one. I like that. It's it's. I mean, free. Uh, I think it's easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's easy money. Yeah, yeah it is. It's easy money. In a good way. It's like a nice little zone that you can reconstruct at your own pace. It was cool. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel like they'll do it if they do get some sort of Garlean restoration, because I wouldn't want to edit the map that already exists, because I feel like that will affect quests that exist within it. Right. Let you rebuild to. Uh... 
rebuild the playground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could go because we're in. It's the suburbs that we see pretty much yes. on the actual map. So we can just sneak into the city and rebuild a quadrant or something. Yeah. The suburbs. I mean, the government building is right. Yeah. There. Exactly. This is. I think. This is, <laughs> I think, I think this is a very important actually. part of the city. Yeah. The, mm. It's like right. I mean, you have it's right at the palace. Like you're, you're essentially. I suppose, yeah. yeah. I think we don't see the suburbs. If we do re restore something, it will be a suburb or something. Well, Maybe. the Senate still looks suspiciously fine. I mean, they they talk about it. I still think Senate. they're going to do something about it. Um, I agree. I think we'll do something with it as well. Yeah. I mean, we haven't done anything with Eulis Alpha and Alize. This there's right. still story threads there. Yeah. Yeah. What if Xenos is in the Senate building? <laughs> that what a twist! What a twist! The uh, original Xenos. <laughs> <gasps> oh wow! No, no, thank you. Let's uh, let's just quickly touch on Hildebrand without. Okay, so again, this is spoiler-free <laughs> chat. So um, <laughs> we'll swing that uh, timeout hammer if you tr start edging spoilers. Um, so Hildebrand is back this expansion. Um very relatively short, but I think they always are. I think just think the last time they with have Hildebrand been, since I Heavens with did an since expansion. He, well, because you did the, you did all Heavens within Stormblood all at once. Yeah. Since Heavens with there have been two quests per patch yeah. release. Yeah. It is uh, the same old Hildebrand like adventure that you're used to, I think, but mm -hmm. it, it you can tell that the they can do more animation. with the engine. Uh, yeah, there's more mm -hmm. animation. Um, it still is but really when, sad. Yeah, go on. When they're doing more with the animation, you can tell there are some limitations, like the fact that they set it to a specific time and weather. Yes, they do that. They do, yeah, they, this is very jarring if it's like raining and it's dark, because sometimes they've decided that this scene will happen during clear skies and daylight. So it'll just suddenly be daylight and clear skies. Uh, that's a bit jarring. Um, but yeah, um, it's Hildebrand. It's, it's still sad that it's not voiced, I will say. Hildebrand would probably be yeah. better if it was voiced. I mean, there are specific things in this that are very strange that they aren't voiced, but yeah. you can't go into that. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, so there you go. I would say if you haven't done Hildebrand uh, at all, or if you haven't done Hildebrand for this patch, uh, you definitely should do that. It's worth it. It's good. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you haven't done it at all, you've got a lot to look forward to. Yes, yes. And you will probably, if you do it all in one go, you'll see how like they get progressively better at like doing Hild... Because the first Animation. like Hildebrand quest is literally like just uh, Gmod. It just looks like just basic. You know how when everyone, every like 12 year old got their hands on Gmod and the only thing they did is they took G-Man and then they just made his mouth big. That That's that's essentially the first season of Hildebrand. <laughs> it's just big mouths. Um, but yeah, they've done a lot more since then. So yeah, worth, worth doing. Okay, that is our um, review, I guess, of 6.15. Uh, I think it is time to jump into some... Mugmail. So let's do it. Here we go. Whoa. <laughs> this is from Smorkles from Mateus. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy 14, sorry, Final Fantasy 16, uh, summer uh, 2023. It's quite a ways away for a game that is supposedly. 
that supposedly feature that supposedly feature complete, but I think there are a number of contributing factors aside from polishing slash bug fixing. One, they don't want to release around Forspoken near the end of 2022. They don't want to release around Breath of the Wild 2 in spring 2023. Uh, Soken probably isn't done with the soundtrack yet. And the longer they wait to release a PS5 exclusive game, the more people will be able to get PS5s by the time it releases. About number three, Soken has always been busy with 14 as his top priority, having to release new songs every two to four months. Even while battling cancer, he continued his work on 14. Endwalker has more has had more music than previous base expansions. 6.1 and 6.2 have been said to have more music than previous point uh, sorry X.1 and X.2 patches. I think it's safe to say that he probably hasn't had enough time to work on 16. What are your thoughts on the release date? Are there any other factors you can think of? I mean, yeah, I think Serkin has to have been very very busy. I know he had, he does have juniors that work under him who are also composing at the same time and they're not necessarily spoken about as often. But you need to consider the fact that like with this point one patch, it is the first time since Heaven's War where the raid the 24 man raids have original music. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um yeah, I, I, there, there's definitely. I think there's also. I think there is scheduling that they, there's a lot of big things coming out just in the coming months and throughout this year um, and next year. Uh, I mean, we haven't. We're going to talk about. I think we're going to talk about uh, seven uh, in the post show, uh, but there's that as well. Um, which, which, assumedly, Smallfoot didn't know, but at the time no, I wrote no, this no, question because no. that only came out this week. Yes. So, um, if anything, though, the seven um, part two release window makes sixteens. Well, I, you're gonna get about three months to finish sixteen before you yeah. then gotta jump into seven. Yeah, which is quite seven. Seven and sixteen coming out, seven part two and sixteen coming out in the same year is actually really surprising to me. Very poggy. Yeah. It's a lot of Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like being twelve again. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm getting just, lots of Final Fantasy. I'm just thinking of the darkest timeline right now. I'm gonna bring you to a different reality that oh. you guys hate. Oh. All right, here we go. We're going on this together. Oh. Now imagine a world, right? Final Fantasy, biggest series ever, right? Yeah. They release games mm -hmm. like they do Marvel movies. Ah. Uh... Where it's like, yeah, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, Sid's Quest, or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, he gets his own, and there's like, a, there's a game every year at least, sometimes too. A lot of people I mean, wanted if that. Good, if they're good, I wouldn't necessarily yeah, be against that's that. That's the thing, Ronald. There are so many people like Marvel films. That's and the they yeah, that's the I don't. Yeah, I don't see how this is a bad argument. No, I consider think, how successful uh, no, no. Marvel is. I agree I with Rollo here. That sounds like a nightmare <laughs> because at that point it becomes like just shoving it out, and that proves that we're tools. I mean, if we like, I oh, wouldn't... this is good. This is good game. It's just the same I mean, game with just another like under subtitle under it. The, I mean, in this hypothetical, if the games are not good, then yeah, that's fair. But like, if they're of the quality that I want them to be, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, but the thing is, it's very. It's... I get fucking tired of it, though. I'm just like, I can't. I have can't a do feeling that is very unlikely, objectively, that a game can be pushed out like I one agree. every year. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about this in a idyllic best scenario. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't like 
Marvel stuff that much, but right. I mean, I can't follow. I I I was in Marvel at the start. This is too much. Right. Too much. Too many for yeah. me to to concentrate you on. Want to see Doctor yeah. Strange yeah. in the House of Horrors or whatever it's called? Yeah. Go watch madness. Yeah, go watch Final Fantasy or play Final Fantasy Eight. Squall's betrothal. Yeah. Well, I see. I see the argument that they used to have mainland Final Fantasy games every year up to eleven. There's a reason why it stopped at eleven, though. Like games become yeah. more complex well, and difficult game? to make. Mm. Uh, there's more you have to do. Like you need mocapping now. You need voice acting now. You need. There's so much you need to like put in. Um. So yeah, yeah so we like were talking about the too big though. We were talking about this before the the stream. Like the idea that a game that looks like Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy VII remake or Final Fantasy sixteen just comes out without full voice acting would be very off putting in the yeah. modern era. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't mind them speeding up development though in some respects. I, it's, hey, there's I of all the rubbish projects they I have. I like what? What? They've sold off most Mela. They don't have much yeah, left well, that's now. True. <laughs> yeah. All the ones they sold off, to be fair. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about that. Uh, there's just like that saturation thing, yeah. you know? Or it's like, I think it's it's just, just, even if I like it, I, it's too much for me sometimes. I think it's smart to take the time that it takes between games. The current rate is fine because we don't get like, we don't get saturated. We're that's getting the thing. one every oh. generation now. I don't know if the current rate is fine. I think I'd prefer it to be a little bit more frequent than it currently is. I have I would say two per generation. Two per generation would be yeah. stuff to play, and I have so many other things to play. No, I yeah. agree, Rollo. Yeah, but... that's a good point. There are so many games. <laughs> yeah, but if you're someone that really likes Final Fantasy, this is amazing. Well, <laughs> well tough. <laughs> Uh, okay. Anyways, uh, thank you, uh, Smorkles. Uh, let's uh, let's take one more, one more for the road. Uh, yeah. This is from uh, Ariabeth from Gilgamesh. I wanted to touch on the MSQ solo speculation. What good can come out of it? I am all for having um, uh, everyone and their grandmother enjoy the story. Uh, it's amazing. But if it takes an MMO shedding its core fundamental of being an online multiplayer game just for these Final Fantasy fans to give it a chance, are we really gaining anything from it? Or is this just the start of something more dreadful? Of course, having others enjoy this amazing story is a huge plus, but that is also where my concern is. If this potential influx of players enjoy the story so much going through it solo, then see the continuations of many great plot points locked behind multiplayer, how will that affect them? The ratings? And would it be enough to push the team to solo solomize even beyond MSQ? Where normally I am welcoming to each and every one to partake uh, in this experience, I've gotten quite a cynical view on this since I actually considered what this change could possibly bring in the future. I hope getting some thoughts on this can clear my mind and I wouldn't dare touch the forum with the 10-foot pole. <laughs> uh, right. I don't think you're wrong, necessarily. Um, oh, yeah, but you're the one that is the most afraid of this. <laughs> I'm not afraid. I mean, I, I completely see the, the point of the potential for either people to be off-put because they there are sections that they just for their from their own choice will not experience right or the potential for the devs to try and simplify everything so that they can solo everything mm -hmm. but in terms of like um 
skill, I don't think we need to worry because uh, you know the average fourteen player um, can barely string together you know two or three keys on the keyboard. So I don't think we'll be worrying about duty finder or anything like that, guys. Don't worry about that. Uh, okay. Well, there's your. There you your go. Moment there. There. <laughs> I'll just let you. I didn't want to interrupt anything. I just wanted you to get it out. All right. Uh, the yeah. I. Uh, it really. It's weird. We talked. We've had a whole discussion. I'm assuming that's what this is we a follow up to. So I'm not going to bring that all of that back up. But it is that thing where it. In the end, this is still an MMO. It was never designed to be a single player game just like 11 mm. it's an mmo but so it there... was designed to be a final fantasy game yeah but, but what who, defines what... a final fantasy yeah, game this is the second mmo in the series we can't just say that final fantasy games are single player games because there are single player games in the story in I, the... No, I think what defines final... 11. i no i and i think that's a problem of 11 actually but i think what defines a final fantasy game is a strong story not necessarily the gameplay right there's a strong I mean, story. We're seeing, we're, the story we're, we're seeing experienced. Yeah, and being and but people want to experience that story, so I'm not against people being more able to experience it, making it more accessible. And I don't think that these people are going to be in such high numbers that they're going to be able to influence the devs to make everything soloable. That is probably true. Yeah. Again, we've had this discussion before. I'm fine with having the MSQ soloable. I think what they were talking about here is the the, for, uh, the slippery slope content. of adding yeah. other content as single a solo book is what's the point this again and i think a lot of people forget this was meant to be an mmo they sat mm -hmm. down and were like we're going to make people an mmo or yeah sometimes in these discussions it seems like not with us but when i read online they're like they should be single player i'm like okay jesus christ <laughs> just yeah, all right fact, just people forget that in every mmo nowadays yeah mmo basically means I'm playing this game on my own with other There are people literally nearby. 15 other, like, okay, 14 other games in this series that are single player. You can enjoy those as well. I mean, you don't, you can still enjoy 14. MSQ hey, is soloable. What, what if you want to enjoy Final Fantasy Dissidia to its full extent? I can't do that because I can't play Final Fantasy XI because it's bad. Okay, but that is, you are basing that off one mission. Uh, in the game you have not a very very bad mission <laughs> you do not have the authority to say that about 11 poor 11 goodness me uh... <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, you know i'll say i really don't think people have much to worry about in terms of that con like content being locked behind stuff because they were willing to just cut out in a I feel an essential bit out of the raid story, out of Eden's promise uh -huh. with the Oracle of Darkness from the normal fight. Right. And they just, like, even to this day, if you go back and do the last fight, which is Eden's Eternity, it feels weird that that's the last fight. It doesn't it feel does. complete Aww. at all. Get, get good, Rollo. Get good. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> like, and I'm, you know, personally... I think it's fine to you put some cool stuff in savages and all that shit. You know, that's fine. Give them something to look at. But, I mean, they... I mean, if they're willing to put... Th <laughs> right. But, but, I mean, if they're willing to put something like that, which, I, which like I said, I personally feel is a pretty big part of the story <laughs> it, behind the savage, I, I, 
Nothing well, the thing is, it's not canonical, Rollo. I mean, it would be nice if it was, but, like, they decided to add this nice detail that is irrelevant to our game. But listen, you say that, but we know how these fights are designed, where it's the hard, the savages are made first, and then they're tooled down to the normals. Yes. I so agree. So then, but what? But but by their decision of lim limiting that to the savage fight, it is not canonical. It's not real. So it makes it feel bad. Nah. Though. <laughs> Otherwise, like, nah. Hey, I'm sure it's, some people consider it that way. I feel like we're we're just bringing the old discussion back up again. Oh, yeah. Let's just. <laughs> we've already had this discussion. I'm but, so mad about the I know. I know. I had know. a cool last <laughs> fight with like lots I'm, of references to eight. And yeah. I'm not saying that the canon would be better if it was canonical, Rollo, but it's not canon. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. We need to go. Uh, but yeah, that's... Uh, thank you, uh, Aria Beth. Aria I don't think we have to worry. I think it's fine that the MSQ is solo. As long as they draw that distinct line. Yeah, yeah. It is an MMO still. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to take the last one as well since we're here. Uh, okay. It's okay. it's from an old friend, so uh, let's, yeah. let's bring it up. This is from Spicer Lovejoy from Ragnarok. Oh. <laughs> Good evening, Lord Bravestone. I hope you are well. And hello to Rollo if he's not moving, and Mela if he's not taking a break from the podcast, and Georgi <laughs> if he's not taking a nap. I was okay. moved to make this correspondence following your great discussion a couple of weeks ago regarding the newly added duty support system. I, for one, had welcomed the addition of this feature. It is much appreciated that I can finally continue my adventures alongside a team of fellow professionals instead of leaving my fate to the duty roulette gods, with chances that I might find myself matched with lowborn street urchins like that uncouth Jack from my former life. Uh, I do Mayla? hope it is. <laughs> I do hope it is also extended to the. 24 man instances as the prospect of 23 jacks <laughs> fills me with dread though i'm sure rose would be fond of the idea <laughs> it has been a while since i saw you out out in the field and i do hope that you will soon return to your minimum eye level adventures until then i have the honor to be your obedient servant spicer lovejoy for a lot of people this will not make any sense no. No. <laughs> no. it doesn't matter this is like we enjoy this it. is ancient speaker lore at this point this is uh spicer lovejoy which is i believe what's his name uh this is from titanic the movie it's cal cal's valet valet uh, i think so did you say valet oh that's the american pronunciation valet yeah this is weird i learned that in downton abbey by the way what british english it's valet and no, no other way around. Valet. In British English, it's valet, and in uh, oh, that's terrible. And in uh, American, it's valet. Mela, do you say valet? No, I'd say valet. Then you've been but Americanized. Maybe that's in Downton Abbey, they maybe. say valet. My valet. Maybe, maybe that's old, old English. English. Yeah. Then again, I think it is old English. Th that's but a this word. Character I was spice, probably Spicer Lovejoy a... would prefer to himself as a valet, mm. probably. It was probably old English, and then because they didn't want to be French, and then they that, got over yes, that. Yes, yes, because usually if it's French pronunciation, it's usually American because Americans love the f they love to be French sometimes. Uh, I love I <laughs> That's why they say herb instead of herb. It's, yeah, it's learn so, to speak. <laughs> it's so I was going to say, do the French love? Do the Americans love French? They do. They That's why they, they say herb. I mean, yeah, I would, is... I would say that. They like it. They like the French more than they like than Britain does, but I don't say they love uh, France. I meant herb the language. 
<laughs> not the people. What? At no point did I say, I don't oh, they, think they do either. That's why I, anyway. I think they do need stuff. This I is not the discussion. We're talking about stuff. He's uh, the valet of he's the valet of Cal and Titanic. Wouldn't it be a result of like point. particularly the southeast of America, like um, having a large amount of Amer French population? Because or we do need French to do Endwalker dungeons. That's right, man. Thank you, Spicy Lovejoy. Thank you, Spicy Lovejoy. If you heard what Mela said, that is our answer. Uh, uh, thank you for your um, correspondence. Uh, and talk about American history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, the, the Cajuns, as they're called, oh. lived in uh, Louisiana, and that they became bog people, and that's why they talk <laughs> like that. All right. <laughs> imagine if you left a French person. No, they right. imagine you left a French person in a swamp for like two hundred years. That's right. what happens. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. You get Florida. Main story. We're moving on to the main story now, uh, as interesting as that discussion was. Um, we're, 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 we're turning, we're going back to the dev blog, which is a thing that is never promoted anywhere. So we're, we're oh, the, the primary source. <laughs> yeah. We're your dev blog source. No. How they decide this. No, uh, this is like this, an RSS. It's not important if you're on the main page. There is a tiny button on the lodestone that has the dev blog on it, but it's like sharing it space with another one. Yeah, they well. recently shrunk it, so it's like sharing with another one. The uh, they have this they have this ongoing series where they interview people. Like it's called backstage Invent, uh, investigators, where they interview people that we normally wouldn't hear from in the dev team, and today. We are reading an interview with uh, Takayasu Ishii, who's a visual effects artist in the dev team. So uh, there's some interesting stuff here uh, that we'll we'll learn about uh, today. All right, let's jump into it. Uh, VFX artist uh, Takayasu Ishii. Th so they, I love that they start by telling us what VFX is. What is it? V visual effects. Often abbreviated uh, as VFX, reverse to sorry refers to in-game imagery that enhances the game's expressiveness and vibrance in ways that wouldn't be possible in the real world. For this have interview, to the grime filter they use. <laughs> For this interview, we'll be going backstage to learn about how VFX are created. Okay, so there are two, I think there are two people interviewing here. So Mia, Mia is one of them. So I don't remember the other one, but we'll, we'll see their name as we, we go through this interview, I think. Okay, so to begin, could you tell us about what you worked on? No, I believe on? it's only Mia. Oh, it's only Mia here. Okay. To begin, could you tell us about what you worked on before you joined the Final Fantasy XIV development team? Ishii says, I originally worked for an animation production company where I created composite shots, the process of merging multiple 3D CG or 2D art assets into one. My experiences there led to an interest in visual effects for games. Square Enix was the first company that came to mind when it came to graphical design, so I joined in 2007. After joining the company, I worked in various teams, including those for Dissidia Final Fantasy, Dissidia 012 Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, The Crystal Bearers, and Final Fantasy Type-0. All bangers. Type-0, <laughs> the remaster was rough. Uh, after building up experience through those titles, I was assigned to the Final Fantasy XIV team around when the A Realm Reborn project was put into motion. 
All right. So he's so they're they have not been on 1.0. Good. They don't have the emotional baggage <laughs> from <laughs> from working on 1.0. Uh, okay. Mia says, "What sort of work does the VFX team do in 14?" Ishii says, "The VFX team is largely divided into three major specializations: the cutscene VFX team, the background VFX team, and the battle VFX team." As implied by their name, the cutscene VFX team specializes in creating effects for cutscenes. The background VFX team is in charge of environmental visual effects, for example, rain. Please fix the mm. rain. Snow, <laughs> volcanic smoke, water splashing from a waterfall, as well as mechanics related to the environment in boss battles. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the only. Please fix the rain. Uh, Are they going to explain why they downgraded it in Stormblood? Yeah, because that was supposed to be to an good. upgrade, but I don't know about that. that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's milk rain. It's very odd. Yeah, very. I love it. Mm. Uh, as for me, I'm the lead of the battle VFX team, which creates player and enemy related effects. Some of the aspects we're in charge of include battle actions, crafting and gathering actions, mounts, emotes, minions, and weapons. Oh. Craft. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The crafting effects are very important. The crafting are. ones are okay, actually, but the gathering ones is literally just hit tree, yeah. bang rock. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hey, sometimes you raise your your tool yep. above your head. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's Mia just says a paladin casting animation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mia says seems like VFX are just about everywhere. Could you explain how battle VFX are generally created? She says, when it comes to job actions, the designers provide documentation for each action, which tell us whether an action will be an attack or a heal, and if it'll be a single target or area of effect. The documentation is typically text-based, so the artists are given free reign over the imagery. From there, oh, that must be rough. Like, you're just getting, like, I want... Oh, but also so liberating. That's true, because there's nothing mm. to, like, yeah limit you from there the animation team drafts several animations for each action as possible candidates those are then reviewed by the animation team vfx team and shinya ichida which is the art who is the art team lead to decide which draft to proceed with once that's decided we begin creating the visual effects based on the animation and refine them into their final form while making sure that the design doesn't contradict the intended purpose or the specifications of the action as such, the VFX team generally has free reign over how the imagery is visualized. However, there are exceptions when the visual effects need to incorporate pre-established assets, such as the magic circle for Zodiac. In such cases, the art team provides a design based on the lore, which we then use to design the visual effects. Mia says, I see. So the visual effects and animations of battle actions go hand in hand. How did your team create the unique visual effects for the Endwalker jobs, Reaper and Sage? Ishii says, we already knew Reaper would wield a scythe and summon an avatar from the void, so we went for dark imagery based on those details. However, using dark colors alone would make Reaper visually similar to Dark Knight or Asians, so we decided to give Reaper a unique base color, which resulted in its black and uh, cyan color scheme. Uh, I almost wanted to... (laughs) This game has ruined the the word cyan for me because I want to say cayenne now. Um, (laughs) Although bright greenish colors were common for healer jobs, they weren't used very often for DPS and tank jobs, and we felt it would be a distinguishing feature for Reaper. 
Furthermore, a visual effect, uh, sorry, visual effects for previous jobs often emphasize the impact of a hit. For Reaper, we emphasize the trail of their distinctive sweeping attacks to set their visual identity apart from other jobs. That's fair. It is a nice color choice. It is, yeah. Mm -hmm. Reaper is a very visually nice job in general. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. to ask, which VFX artist was responsible for the chaos thrust thing on Dragoon? <laughs> Why does it look and sound like that? Still makes no sense to me. Yeah, true. That is To this day, <laughs> even the upgraded version, whatever it is in Endwalker. Yeah. Don't yeah. make no sense. No. I think it's a Japanese culture thing, but I couldn't explain to you exactly where it comes from. That's my least uh, favorite just... explanation. You know that, <laughs> that triggered me so much. I had to take a sip. <laughs> That's literally it's like just, a meme. Yeah. There's, there's just no visual cohesion at all right. with any of the other actions. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, with Sage, we had a bright color palette in mind because of its role as a healer. We also already had the base designs uh, of the Nuliths, as well as artwork for Alphino and the Sage gear, so the colors of white and blue were easily decided. The art team asked us to give the Nuliths a tailing uh, visual effect uh, when they were drawn or sheathed. This also worked well in white and blue, and was another contri contributing factor in deciding the colors. As for the job actions, in contrast to the light and airy spells that White Mage uses, Sage uses geometric barriers and laser attacks, so we chose a somewhat sleek design based on Charlian technology. Additionally, Sage's attacks and heals are con conducted through the Nuliths rather than releasing energy from the character themselves. The Nuliths needed to be the center of attention, which proved to be a perplexing challenge for the staff member in charge. Um... Mia says, so deciding a job's base color at the uh, outset helps you maintain a consistent look with their visual effects. There are many design-related roles in the industry, but what would you say are some unique appeals of working with visual effects? Ishii says, I believe the diversity and freedom of expression is the appeal of visual effects. As I mentioned earlier, although the Final Fantasy XIV team has documentation on what needs to be made, we're allowed to have free reign over creating the imagery. Rather than being overly specific in their requests to the VFX team, they start by allowing us to create whatever we like and will give us the green light as long as the specifications and quality are befitting of Final Fantasy XIV's standards. Of course, being granted total creative freedom comes with its own struggles, but having no restraints and being allowed to create what we want is fun and rewarding. Do you think they kick themselves like after a run reborn when they, they sort of went too hard on the over-the-top visuals for skills and now they're like, you know, four expansions down the line oh, yeah, and they the can't make things... Yeah, like, yeah. how do you make <laughs> even more big spells when they're already ridiculous yeah yeah it probably is hard now because the, everyone's expecting like a flashier spell like yeah. especially for the mm, i mean look at scholar players yeah, right expedient <laughs> so flashy yeah. i love it expedient <laughs> is flashy it's just the effect is uh underwhelming yeah 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 i'm only thinking oh. blackmish like in room one we already had flare <clears throat> yeah Mm. And I then mean, we well, got Fire 4 and Blizzard 4 and Heavensward. And... Yeah. It's getting well, difficult. 
Well, they made the, the upgraded fire too. They just turned it to a nuclear bomb. The like, true. Yeah, mushroom yeah. Yeah. <laughs> three are really cool. I'm looking forward to like high fire four in the next. Mm. <laughs> right. just, it's like the red mage LV. No, yeah. I think they'll get to just make it fire five now. Oh, because yeah. high fi high fire and high blizzard is probably happy. Yeah. Because for whatever reason they decided to put the AOEs in the in the numerical system. Yep. Where yep. now they have to separate them. Mm, yeah. Very much so. I would think that the lack of uh, restrictions would be quite overwhelming for me. I mean, That's I'm not a create. I'm not a. I'm not a creator in this sense. But like, I think I'd prefer the ones where like how they talked with Hades, how they already had like certain visual, in like, uh visual guides right yeah yeah true uh, yeah there should be like a some i suppose they probably it's probably iterative though when they go to the art team they're probably like, oh, that's a little bit too much there yeah mm -hmm. uh okay mia says um I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip some of the fluff of all the visual effects you worked on in 14 is there one that you find mo is there one that you find most memorable Ishii says, for me, that would be Paladin's Passage of Arms. I mean, that yeah. is a very flashy spell. Very big. Oh, this is one of my favorite skills, yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. It's very strange that it has a backwards cone. Yeah. And it fits the job and the skill, though, right? Mm. I know, but like, it just seems it's such an interesting design choice I love for this it. game. Yeah. It's also very obvious where you need to stand, so that's nice. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. Yeah. In addition, slip at the edge. in addition to Passage of Arms being usable anywhere and having uh, to look good in any environment, it also had to emphasize the effect of standing behind the user. I had an extremely hard time with these difficult prerequisites, and, as, uh, and it ended up being the task where I cycled between creating something, creating something and scrapping it most often. I'm sure any artist can relate, but when you focus on a project for too long, you start to lose sight of whether it looks good or bad, and falls into this feeling of... What am I even making again? Mm, mood. Uh -huh. In the midst of that, I showed my original draft to my leader at the time and producer and director Yoshida. Their positive feedback helped me feel that I was onto something, which boosted my motiv motivation and helped me finish the project. So, for me, Passage of Arms is my most memorable work because it reminds me of my struggle and accomplishment. Uh -huh. It's kind of mm. sad. <laughs> yeah, well, he did it, though. He, he yeah. made it. Uh, Mia says, Passage mm. of Arms is very cool and flashy. Oh god, I read the fluff. And I like how it really mm. makes you feel protected. Next, I'd like to ask about weapons with visual effects. There have been many memorable glowing weapons thus far, but do you have any particular favorites out of the ones you've worked on? Ishii says, of the weapons I've worked on, Ravana's hive weapons are my favorite. Oh, that's the one with the I would like the. The I would like the hive weapons if they weren't such a sickly orangey red. Mm. Well, I quite find, find them pleasant. Incoming uh, old man Rollo with his hate of glowing things. I just, <laughs> they're just I kind of nice. You, we should just be wearing leather armor and using normal swords. <laughs> yes. I just think a lot of them look like eyesores, and they give me that Rollo. cheap MMO feeling when I see them. Mm. I love Rollo. Hangs for the days of 1.0 gear. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love just like the little little uh, cloth shirts. Yeah, the, the, the tucked in pants. Yeah, love that yeah. shit. Sugarloaf hats. And yeah. then then working like weeks to get the relic with no glow, 
Just, yeah. just <laughs> it's another weapon. Rollo's um, dream is like year-long legendary armor quests where it's like a green <laughs> tunic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, they could I they can make good glowing weapons sometimes. I, I, I think the um I think the, the boss majority of the time most of the time. Yeah. The more recent the ones I think are good. good. But I, I agree with like I think the earlier Realm Reborn ones are a little ugly now, like compared to what Some we have. Of them. Yeah. Because they would lit literally think... just take the weapon and just yeah. just coat it in like glow and that's I mean, it. Yeah. The Titan weapons are the like the peak of a poor weapon yeah. design. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But when it's thematic, like the Hive one or like Nidhogg's ones, yeah, they're Biakos particularly. Cool. Yeah, Biakos is very cool with the like ink. Oh yeah, that one's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, weapon effects are constantly displayed while the weapon is drawn, so they have stricter limitations. This makes it hard to give them lavish animations compared to something like battle effects, which are only displayed once per activation. Amid such limitations, I managed to make the fluttering butterflies using models created with minimal polygons. This involved researching super slow motion footage of real butterflies to replicate their movements as closely as possible, which was a tremendously meticulous endeavor for me at the time. He, he sort of shows what they are. They're literally just yeah. two like rectangles that are just put together. Um, Envelope. Mm -hmm. Adding, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought when, without context, <laughs> looking uh, ahead yeah, in, look <laughs> in, in this article. I was like, why? This is a picture of two envelopes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mia Mia says, uh, could you perhaps give us a hint as to what the weapon rewards for Dragon Song's oh, reprise ultimate will be that. like? Well, yeah, that's true. This oh, is well, yeah, a, this was released before <laughs> yeah. 6.15 yeah. or 6.11. But we'll see what he says, because he actually talks about the design. Ishii says, previous ultimate weapons featured a motif of the encounter, such as the gears and cogs of the weapons from the Epic of mm -hmm. Alexander. In a similar way, the weapons from Dragon Song's reprise also feature a motif, but also for what uh, but as for what that may be, please look forward to it. What was the motif? What, was it, what did it end I up will being? say, although like I did like them, there didn't seem like there was much of a motif. No, someone no. dipped them in pink syrup or peach <laughs> yeah. syrup. I, I prefer the Alex weapons and their motif. Yeah. All of them so far, like the Bahamut ones being the Dreadworm gear. And then I thought really interesting the ultimate ones being the first, you know, relic steps. Right. They were all really cool. Mm -hmm. This one, although I love the visuals, I, I genuinely don't know what, like, the theme is. Right. I like that for whatever reason it convinced, well, not for whatever reason, it, it convinced them to make weapons for all the new jobs that did not get Thornton weapons originally. Right. And yeah. they retroactively yeah. added them to Thornton. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. nice of them. Uh, okay, at the end. Finally, do you have any parting words for our players or perhaps your resolutions for the future? Ishii says, I've received a lot of encouragement through your comments on social media and the latter live broadcasts. At times, the plethora of feedback you've provided has pointed out new aspects for me to improve upon. So if you have any thoughts regarding visual effects, I'd be glad if you would post them on the forums or social media. Final Fantasy XIV places a lot of importance in the variances of color perception, while also striving to prove, prove visibility and co coherence in everyone's gameplay. Provide, sorry. Gameplay experiences can also be further improved with rousing moments, as well as drawing out the appeal of the various jobs and characters. 
These are the concepts I'd like to keep in mind as I continue to pursue the art of creating attractive visual effects. I hope this interview was able to pique your interests in visual effects. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you. There you I go. I will say the visual effects aren't the problem in this game color-wise, so you've done a good job. Oh. Talking yeah. to the person who does just did an overall vibe of the game. Uh, yeah. Who has smeared Vaseline over the screen or something and has this weird color, like yeah. grayscale put over the world. Uh-huh. Like the game has like a mud filter, doesn't it? That, that I agree with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do agree that it has a mud filter. There's just not enough vibrancy in the overworld. But I I have a be. feeling that might be what's saving it from looking dated. Like, I I, I don't know. I feel yeah, like... Yeah, part of it thinks that that may be possible. Yeah, because a lot of... Like, I, I of, of course, Maya immediately start thinking about, like, Black Desert, which is a very vibrant world. And it looks hideous. Looked so hideous, in fact, that it got a remaster like three years after launch or like four years after it was launched. It was wild. Um, but I don't know. They're, it's just what the game looks like. But um, it would be nice to well, maybe... I feel like even if you like remove use the, the um, filters stuff, whatever it's called, uh, screen effects, G-Shade, that's it. G-Shade. Um, like... If you take it off, it, it's still look, it looks better. Like, it yeah. looks really nice. I mean, I just feel like there must be a reason for it. Like, they, they must have done it for some reason we don't understand. Because it is a choice that they've made. Because it can be removed yeah. by yeah. using G-Shade. I, I think it's just G-Shade like, makes it look better. For. Yeah. And, like, mm. look at the vibrant zones, like, the, um, the last section of the... Dead ends or whatever the dungeon's called. Yeah. And um, mm -hmm. the field, the burning fields in Pagalthan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They oh, were so vibrant and looked so good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I'm... I, I think more vibrancy will help the game age better. True. Maybe when the next expansion comes out, we're getting a graphical update. So maybe, uh, maybe we'll we'll get more vibrancy. But I just remembered that. Uh, just realized that for some reason. Uh, a, a recent event story has ha has been placed at the bottom of the main story. <laughs> oh, okay. So I guess I'll just mention this. Uh, there, the um, something weird has been announced. The Crystalline Conflict European Cup has been announced oh, yeah, this for, is cool. for Chaos. Uh, this is official. That's the yeah. This, this is, is official. Cool. By the way, this is uh, this is an official thing. The European Cup uh, Chaos Data Center. Thursday the 21st and Friday the 22nd of July. Uh, every, it's open to everyone who has an account uh, or has a character on Chaos and of course has access to Crystalline Conflict. Uh, I don't exactly remember how you apply to it, but I think it's posted on the Lodestone. There is a post somewhere. <laughs> uh, this was It was announced very recently, but it will also be broadcast on the 14 Twitch channel. Uh, it's a PvP team knockout tournament? Yeah. <clears throat> Why is it on Thursday and Friday? Don't know. Oh, it's a weird date choice, aren't they? Yeah. Popular European times to fight each other. I mean, Friday I get, but yeah, Thursday is odd. The thing I like about this, especially having looked into it, is at least I I know for sure because I've watched them. At least one of the casters is a a big PVP streamer. Right. And I've watched him sit in feast queues for up to like 40 minutes again to a match. So you can tell he's dedicated. Yeah. That's so true. I really mm -hmm. like that they're putting a focus on like a just some stream who likes PvP. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah. So uh, join if you want, I guess. I don't know what the prices are, if there are any. But um, yeah, there you go. Crystalline Conflict European Cup. It's happening. Okay, on that note, believe it or not, we've reached the end of the show. Uh, Ay, Dios mio. Yeah. Um, remember to follow on Twitter at speakersxv, twitch.tv slash speakers of Island, youtube.com slash speakersxv, exclamation Discord and chat. If you want to join our Discord server, if you're watching on demand, links in the description. Stay tuned if you're watching live because we will be going into the post show, answering questions from the syndicate. So make sure you catch that. Um, yeah, that's the show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week, if not in the post show or tomorrow, which is Sunday Fun Day. Goodbye. You've just listened to an episode of Speakers of Heidelin, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv, or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.